Hey, it's Arrow on iHeartRadio. I'll never forget what it was like growing up in the state of Montana and racing over the state line into Wyoming to hang out on my uncle's ranch because that's where I learned the continuation of everything that ends up on our plate, from the corn, from the fields, to the beans, the carrots, even the cattle and the chickens. The thing is, is that my uncle was very, very adamant at making sure that we knew where everything came from because we respected it. Not only that, we all came together at the dinner table. And then something happened as an adult. I suddenly discovered fast food. No, well, that's total laziness right there. And I learned by the age of 47, it was that disconnection that led to a heart attack. Today, I'm always in search of reasons why we need to get back to the family at the dinner table. And this book, The Gourmet Dad, really opens up that door. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Dean McDermott. Good morning. Good morning, Dean. How are you doing today? I'm very good. I'm very good, thank you. So, what'd you cook for breakfast? Did you lean on the book this morning to find something appetizing? I'm just leaning on a cup of coffee right now. Everybody's <laughs> asleep, and uh, I'm the only one up right now. <laughs> you know what's so fascinating about your book is that being Native American, food preparation is always family celebration, and your book really leans on that. Congratulations on taking a chance. Thank you. Thank you very much. That, uh, that means a lot. Um, you know, I, uh, I remember growing up, Sunday dinners were... Were, were the thing, you know, it didn't matter who you were with or where you were, you showed up for overcooked vegetables and dry pot roast, but it was just, it was family time, you know, so I, I love that and I miss that. And uh, I, I'm trying to bring that back. It's it's almost but, like yeah. your, your book. Your book really does say if Dad makes it, they'll they'll come. I mean, because every preparation. I mean, your stories that you share draws the imagination in. And actually, when when you sit down for dinner, that right there is is the end result of the circle. It is so brilliant the way that you design this. No, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. You just made my day calling it brilliant. Now, now, kids don't eat cauliflower. Let's let's go ahead and just call a spade a spade. But yet, when you start putting the cheeses and things in there, their eyes have got to light up. You know what? Especially if uh, you know, I get them involved. If I get them, you know, even just stirring the pot with the cheese sauce in it. Um, you know, prepping the cauliflower, washing it, cutting it up. You know, the, the, if you get them involved, the kids are more likely to try it. Now, I wish I wish this cookbook was bulletproof. You know, you're going to have some hits and you're going to have some misses. But the thing is, you know, you get in there and you try and you get your kids involved. That's that's the real key to it, getting them involved. And, and it feels kind of good to be in the kitchen and there's not enough room for everybody because that means that everybody is involved then. Yeah, everybody's in there, yeah. And I've got a big brood, so um, i got to get a bigger kitchen. <laughs> The, the neat thing about your book is my son-in-law is the home master chef, and, and he has become that person. So when I saw your picture on the front cover, I was like, oh, my God, my son-in-law is not a freak. This is really something that's happening across the country where dads are participating with the food process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think there's been a whole dad movement uh, happening for, for some time. You know, dads stepping up more, being more present uh, in, in the family. Um, dads staying home and, and being the, the main caregiver. Uh, dads cooking. You know, um, it's, it's, it's the dad revolution. It is. Now, have you spent some time in the South here with the fried chicken and jalapeno waffles? Because that is so totally right up our southern alley here. <laughs> a lot of time in the south uh that's definitely on my bucket list but um you know i just i just love chicken and waffles and uh you know 
I just had to come up. I had to experiment with something, and I came up with the the jalapeno waffles, and it worked. And now Liam, my eight year old, is on a total spice kick. He's all into the jalapenos. He's into sriracha. He's into Tabasco sauce. So he's he's really digging those. See, and that that and see that's something that's not just not for breakfast, but you could actually have that for dinner as well because it really adds a, a texture to the food digesting as well as 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 celebrating. Oh yeah, you know what? I've never even thought of, of using those for breakfast. That's a great idea with some uh, some nice smoky bacon. That would be awesome. The jalapeno waffles. I, you, you just gave me a great idea. I, I'm shocked that you haven't mass marketed a, a restaurant yet because what's fascinating about your it'd be really cool to have a restaurant and then you show us the, this book and we're going well you know I'm telling you this recipe right here and then you guys create it right back there in the back because you make it so appetizing. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, I've always wanted to open a restaurant. Uh, you know, I've kicked around that idea. That's certainly been a, a topic around our, our dinner table of, of opening a restaurant uh, like the Gourmet Dad. So keep your eyes keep your eyes peeled. You never know. Who's pickier about food? Is it the adult or is it the kids who, who just say, I don't want, I'd rather have fast food? Um... Well, I think it's a combination. It's a combination of the child being picky and the parent not having a lot of time, you know, what with work and depending on how many kids you have, that sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's easier just to go, okay, whatever you want, fine. You know, fast food it is, fine. We'll go to fast food. Or we're running out of time, let's just hit the fast food. Because, you know, kids kids will, and once they get that taste of it, you know, once, once they get that taste of that fast food, and, you know, they'll take the path of least resistance. I think that's human nature. So if you're going to cook a fresh piece of fish and offer it to the kids, they're going to say, well, yeah, you know, hey, I'm going to go for the fast food. So if, if you take that away and you take that piece of fish and you turn it into a salmon surfboard, for instance, then, you know, you're getting your child to eat the same thing you're eating, eating salmon versus fast food. Um, and, you know, it, it's like I said, the human nature, I think, is to take the path of least resistance. And we've done our kids a disservice by catering to them. I ate what my parents ate growing up. And, you know, I, we need to bring that pendulum. The pendulum has swung to the extreme. It needs to come back to the middle more where, you know, we're not catering to our kids so much. We're getting them to eat what we eat, and it helps develop their palates. So I know fast food and stuff like that and butter noodles are, are easy to fall back on when you're tired and, and stressed out and the kids are giving you a hard time. But try and push through and, and make one of these simple recipes and get the kids involved. And I think you'll, uh, you'll really like the result. I like what you did with the turkey pan pie because we all went through the, the frozen pot pies growing up as kids. But you actually have something here that it almost looks like a dessert, Dean. <laughs> it does. And, you know, again, the kids, like I talked about, you know, the kids love little things that are, that are small. They can eat with their fingers. They can eat with a toothpick. Big slabs of things, vegetables or meats freak kids out. It's very intimidating to them. So, again, I made little little turkey pan pies. Um, they're individual little turkey pan pie. You know, get them to roll out the dough or punch out their, get a, get cookie cutters and punch out shapes or the initials of their names. Get them involved and they have a great time and they'll eat it. Did you have someone in your life, like a grandmother that would, that would share the stories like you do with these recipes? Because it's, in listening to it, it's almost like I can hear my own grandmother going, mm, 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 let me tell you about this. And it, because the way that you set it up with the story is such a smooth delivery. 
Um, that's my mom. You know, I credit this all to my mom. She she believed that a, uh, a proper gentleman should know how to cook and clean, and she taught me both. And uh, cooking uh, really, really stuck with me, and, and it's been in my life ever since. So um, a, lot of, a lot of those recipes uh, are, are my mom's. And, um, and oddly enough, my mom was not a great cook. But, you know, she really did. She, she showed me how cooking really brings a family together, brings people together. And that's what I really love about it. But I think you take it one step further. It's, it's not just family together at the table, but I think that your book also invites your kids to join us at the grocery store so that we can see where it's coming in from the farmer's market as well. And you can, you know, you see what I mean, how it invites everybody in? Yeah, I mean, I, I strongly believe in that. And we, we do this fun little thing in the grocery store. I'll tell the kids, go, go pick out something that really intrigues you. So they'll bring me back, uh, depending on who I take. If I take all four of them, I'll have, I'll have four different ingredients. But usually I take Liam and Stella, the older ones, and uh, they'll bring back a, a couple ingredients each that they're fascinated by. I'll teach them what they are, and we'll, we'll make um, a dish out of them. It's kind of like chopped. <laughs> I get four mystery basket ingredients. Uh, and we get in the kitchen together, and uh, we come up with something. So, again, we're showing you know from the market to the kitchen to the table to your belly. You so um, and I, I believe, you know, I believe showing your kids where food comes from, taking them to, to you know, uh, farmers markets, farms. Uh, I even took the kids to uh, a, a slaughterhouse uh, and a butcher, so they really got to see where the food comes from. They get an appreciation for it because they see what goes into getting that food from the field or or, or from uh, from a farm to your table.